Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome back to See Also. I'm Brody Lancaster. Kate Jinx is overseas, but we didn't want to leave you hanging with no podcast for a few weeks. So we hopped on the walkie talkies, aka voice notes on our phones, and uh, caught up over the last week or so. So here's a little taste of what's been going on, mostly in Jinxie's very exciting life, but you know, I've been watching and doing some stuff as well. I've got some stuff to complain about, don't we all? Uh, and lucky for you, you get to listen to it. So this episode sounds a little bit different. It's because it's all uh, kind of iPhone recordings. Um, we're working with what we've got, you know. Uh, we're on the go, busy gals, etc. All right, enough from me. Here's Jinxie. Hey, BL. It is Jinx. I'm in London. I'm not going to do that terrible waifs quote. Uh, I have been to Venice. I was there for a couple of days for the film festival. It, it was beautiful. I loved every second of it. Uh, turns out, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out Venice is very beautiful. Uh, who knew? I've certainly never been told that before, not by 
friends, family, literature or cinema. But um, speaking of cinema, remember how we were talking on the last episode was about me doing some visual referencing for my upcoming and now gone trip to Venice. Well, I left out something incredibly important uh, that I would like to uh, issue a formal apology for that I missed this film. I very luckily managed to catch it on the plane going over though. So uh, it was book club two, the next chapter. Uh, Extremely important uh, Venice set film there is uh there's a lot of jokes around like the italian word for kitchen and um what else you get to see diane put a skirt on um there is an arrest mm, quite a lot of flirtation a lot of double entendres and um I had the best goddamn time while I watched it i don't know if you have had a chance to watch it yet anyway if not um, am I going to recommend it? I mean, I'd recommend that it, sure. It's okay. Yes, sure. Sure. I recommend it, uh, officially, I suppose, particularly if you're on a plane and on your way to Venice, I think that was a pretty good way to watch it and be able to forgive it all of its many, many faults. Anyway, um, I, what else have I been up to? I have been, I got back to London the other night and went straight to, a cinema lecture on the Saturday afternoon when there was a heat wave because I am just that cool that uh, I I uh, wanted to celebrate a London heat wave in that way. Anyway, it was really fascinating. I loved it very much. It was um, an incredible lecture delivered by the one of the film uh, directors at the Harvard Film Archive. Uh, so that was very exciting for moi. And then it was so hot that I walked out straight into a shop. I went into Ghani in uh, up in Soho and I was just like an absolute puddle at that point. It was so goddamn hot. Anyway, I walked in, saw the shop assistant wearing like the loosest black cotton dress and said, do you have that in my size? I put it on. She cut the tags off and I walked out again. It took about four minutes total. Um, So that was some really good economical uh, use of shopping time. I was proud of that. Mm, What else? I don't want to just talk about the weather. I've seen some shows. I'm going to go see Kate Berlant's show tonight. And, um, yeah, just generally having like a a real cheerio pip-pip kind of time. How about you, BL? Hello, Jinxie. Top of the morning. Um, well, sorry. Um, I can't believe you would describe the plot of Book Club 2 to such great detail and so deliberately avoid saying, Gugina. Is that what they say? I haven't seen Book Club 2. I remember when it came out and I had a couple of gold class movie vouchers at my disposal and I was so determined to see book club two in gold class um but the only thing that I was able to book with them on the website for some reason was the live action little mermaid and I refused so then book club two came and went from gold class 
came and went from the cinemas proper and uh, you might remember I went to see No Hard Feelings and had a popcorn flight with Rocky Road flavoured popcorn. Um, Good memories. That was a highlight of the pod. Um, Wow, I am really excited to see this Ghani dress. Sounds like my dream. Did I ever tell you about the time when I had first moved to Melbourne and uh, someone was wearing like a really chic black dress at a pub and we were talking and she was like kind of like on the smaller end of plus size maybe so I was like oh maybe wherever she got that dress is somewhere I could shop and I said oh I love your dress where'd you get it and she said Gorman and I said what's that (laughs) and I thought about this recently when I was like how would I describe Gorman to someone who said what's that about Gorman And I truly don't know because a plain, simple black dress in 2008 is not what Gorman is known for in 2023, you know? They make dog raincoats, etc. Carrots on them. Um, But yeah, love the sound of this Garni. I have been getting, can I tell you, since I got my, I copped the Garni New Balance collab, um, there is maybe a moment that, uh, you can hear on last week's episode when I was recording with Emma Straub, the Ghani New Balance collab dropped. We recorded during the drop and I had the window open and like quickly sped through the checkout process while recording that podcast. This is a little behind the scenes info. Um, I like to think you can't hear me dropping out for a second, losing focus, blacking out, if you will, to secure the bag. Um, but maybe, maybe knowing that I did that, I can hear it, but, uh, I copped the Ghani New Balance Club, my first Ghani. Um, and I have to say that I think shopkeepers, not shopkeepers, I think shop assistants and waiters and kind of generally cool people in jobs that would either, um, humiliate or open the door for the Sex and the City girls. Love these shoes. I'm getting compliments left and right on my bright yellow sneakers. And I'm realizing, is this what the fashion girlies experience every day? Like, is this what it's like to wear tabbies that don't get stolen um, every day? You know, can you confirm, Jinxie? Is this what it's like when you wear your a a chic piece of clothing out of the house and people kind of make a point to stop and and notice them and and notice you noticing them noticing them you know when we last caught up uh I was in Sydney I'm no longer in Sydney spoiler alert back in Melbourne back at home back at my desk um I did have a little uh foray out into the world you went to a a very cool lecture on cinema in London, and I went to the book launch of Alicia from The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, his book launch, <laughs> wait, the launch of her book, um, at Readings a couple weeks ago, hosted by fellow uh, Bachelorette contestant, Bachelor contestant, Bachelor in Paradise contestant, Brooke Blurton. Um, look, I'm going to cut to the chase. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> we, my friend Sinead and I would have liked to have left a little early because, uh, um, anyway, I'll get to because, but 
but unfortunately when we got there we kind of moved around so that we were in a spot where we could see and that meant that we could also be seen and we were so visible that we couldn't leave even when we really wanted to because this event was advertised as going from six to seven and you and I will know you have recently booked me to run some Q&A's as you know the timing is tight and the end time is the end of the whole event but Brooke kind of took the end time as a suggestion and she took that as the time to open up to questions from the audience. So after an hour of, I'm going to be, look, Q&As are not her, are not her profession, made me realize that it is, after all, a skill. Um, so I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit because I didn't realize how hard it was to run a QA, and a I'll be honest, until I watched this one. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. But 57 minutes in, I was counting, um... She said, I might open it up to questions from the audience now. And I looked at Sinead out of the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, no. So, look, it was a very long night. We were standing the whole time. But then we went and had dinner at Cafenion on Burke Street, um, the Greek restaurant. And, look, you have told me recently, Jinxie, that you love um, the Greek restaurant Apollo in Sydney and are looking for a Melbourne equivalent. Now, I have never been to Apollo, so I'm not going to say what a Melbourne equivalent is. I will leave that to a fellow Sydney slash Melbourne um, uh, bi-coastal elite kind of person. But um, this is an amazing, beautiful, chic Greek restaurant. Carol's here. And they've just um, announced that it's going to stick around on Burke Street until at least the end of the year. Um, Yeah, so highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. Jinxie, something is happening this weekend that you're not in Melbourne for. But it is a pretty significant moment, I think, in the Sea Also history. Um, I'm going to see Times Square on Saturday. It's screening at Acme. I had no idea, but I got a, an invite from a friend yesterday uh, asking me if I want to go see the Cinemaniac screening of uh, Times Square, a jinxy all timer, this weekend. And I said, we. Oui. And so off I go on Saturday. Um, I'm very excited to report back. Imagine if I don't like it. <gasps> Podcast over. Um, yeah, so that's that's big news. I was going to wait until um, you were back and I could tell you to your face and see your reaction. But um, I'm excited nonetheless to let you know today. All right. I'm still in London, BL, just for a few nights and then headed to New York and then home and I cannot wait to see you. I'm excited to see you to find out, well, A, to see your extremely highlighter shoes, obviously. I have seen a few trotting about the streets of London. Um, Can't not notice them. No, nobody ever notices my shoes, Bill. Nobody ever does. But those, you couldn't not (laughs) notice them. They're very fun. Cannot wait to see them in person. Uh, Mostly I just want to hear about what you thought of a little film called Times Square. I'm so thrilled that you are seeing it in a cinema for the first time. How incredible. Uh, It's, look, I hope that you feel the sleaze sister voodoo is like at one with your being and also that your daughter is one. You'll understand when you see the film and if you didn't like it, maybe friendship over, maybe podcast over. 
of course, after the live show. But uh, we shall see. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to talk to you about that film, Poodle, Poodle, Poodle. Uh, what else? That event you went to, yes, yeah, sounded pretty lengthy and um <laughs> yeah in conversations are like they're hard to host you if there's a real real skill and I, boy I have seen some doozies but yeah I think it's a kind of thing where it sounds easy and fun and then you're like oh my god I've got to fill an hour with this or in your case like how many hours three hours I don't know it sounded lengthy but on the bachelorette news did you know that one of the contestants of the Australian Bisexual Bachelorette series opened up a queer bar called, no joke, Beans. <laughs> it amuses me on uh, Smith Street in Collingwood. I haven't been there, but uh, maybe we should check it out when I'm back. Anyway, quite funny, quite funny. Queer bars always have amusing names. Anyway, Um I also need to check out the Greek restaurant that you mentioned. It sounds delightful, delicious. Uh, I have been viewing it um, from afar and it looks great. I think it used to be in that spot that uh, used to be self-preservation, which was a place in the city I always liked going to where I always felt like I was never going to run into anyone I know. Like if I was having like a rough day, a bad hair day, or I just really want to read my book or do some work, I could always kind of go to that spot. Anyway, now it's a cool Greek restaurant. That's fine too. That's fine by me. Uh, I have been eating pretty ridiculously well over here. Uh, I will tell you all about my completely ludicrous culinary exploits over here uh, when I'm back. It's been quite delightful being over here and catching up with friends and seeing lots of theatre and comedy because Zoe's show, The Opener, is currently on at Soho Theatre over here, which is why I'm here, and that's been really fun. It finishes up tomorrow night. I'll go along to the closing evening of it, but, um, yeah, it's been great. It's been really good. She's in the same theatre as Kate Ballant, so that's been fun. I went to see... Kate's show the other night was fantastic and um yeah I've been to lots of other things over here and did manage to find a show all about dogs at the um Wallace (laughs) collection which is one of my favorite um museums to go to I go every time I'm here and famously it houses Fragonard's The Souvenir which is the title of the Joanna Hogg, Hog Hive represent uh, film and that's where it comes from and you get to see them wandering around the Wallace Collection. Anyway, I feel like it's like visiting friends every time <laughs> Every time I'm back here. But, yeah, it's been really kind of a lovely, lovely summery time over here. Uh, I'll catch you up all about it when I get back. But, oh, I did want to tell you, I picked up this book the other day. I'd never heard of it. Um, it was at the ICA and I felt like it was like C also coded. I couldn't not purchase it, which is something that happens like every so often. It's just kind of like, oh, I should probably get this. Uh, it's called Our Wives Under the Sea and it's like a – romantic horror story it's so not what I normally buy um but you know it happens like something bad happened in a submarine 
and that's what the film that's what the the film that's what the book is about so anyway I feel like I felt like I had to I had to read it you know I just I had to read it so that I could tell you about it and maybe it's something that you're gonna like maybe it's not I don't know it's um it's the kind of book where when it's got like blurbs by like Florence Welch and Refinery29 on it you're like yeah I don't know I don't know if I can take this seriously to be totally honest but I started reading it on the train to Whitstable the other day and it's quite fun. Um, I haven't I haven't found out what happened in the submarine yet, but um, maybe it's one to discuss in the future. Speaking of in the future, uh, our live show is coming up very soon and uh, I think we need to maybe announce who the guest is. I'll leave that with you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh my God, started recording this voice memo and then I got a freaking spam call and had to go on airplane mode to um, ensure that I don't get disturbed again although I am kind of disturbed by the idea of um a book about bad things happening in a submarine being see also coded um love that love the sound of that question mark although blurbs from refinery 29 and Florence Welsh um what is this Sophia Maruso's hashtag girl boss uh, not sure but I'm curious I'm 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 open I'm open-minded you know that's what everyone says about me. Um, no, they don't. I'm a hater at my core. Uh, live show announcement. Here it is. Jinxie, thanks for setting me up. Okay, so we're going to have a secret, special, unannounced live surprise guest who you're only going to find out about on the night. Um, not revealing anything in advance. But in three weeks, when we take to the stage at the Wheeler Centre... For the Spring Fling program, willacenter.com, tickets still available for our first ever live show. Our special guest, it's just Maria Angelico, theatre performer. Uh, she made the show The Disappearing Act, which um, I adored last year or the year before at the Malt House. Brilliant, perfect one-woman show. We're watching her every week in Newsreader. Season two is back on ABC. Um, she plays Cheryl, who is coming into Primp and Preen, the gang, before they go on TV, making sure Anna Torv's camera ready. Um, she's fixing those brunette uh, quiffs, uh, the only thing that distinguishes Anna Torv from Kate Blanchett, you know what I mean? Um, they're kind of like the Betty and Veronica of Australian 
uh, film and TV, if you think about it. Same face, different hair. Um, anyway, Maria Angelico, back to, the, back to the focus. She was on, uh, you know, Sisters, which is on Netflix and was on Channel 10. Um, and also I grew up not knowing until I met Maria in person um, and was like, something's very familiar about you. Yeah, she was one of Jemay's besties on We Can Be Heroes, um, iconically, with Emma Hawkins, who is now the wife of a footballer. Anyway, we've got a lot to cover. We're going to be um, on the night announcing the kind of, like, topic that we're going to be covering. It's all going to be very fun. I caught up with Maria yesterday, and we had a good gas bag at Florian. I finally went and got the freaking pickled, not pickled, um, smoked salmon plate at Florian. It's a very Melbourne day of me. Um, cause we're also having some summery weather. Um, you've got it in the Northern hemisphere. I've got it at home. Um, newsflash, Carlton pool, Carlton baths, not open until October. It's a seasonal pool. So then Jinxie, I went to your local Fitzroy pool, the scent of Troy Savan's candle in the air. Um, as I sunned myself, read, uh, Sean Kelly's The Year of Living Cautiously in the Monthly, as per your recommendation a few months ago. Um, so I thought of you a lot while I was um, baking in the sun. Only for a few minutes, though. Didn't want to get sunburned like I did in Sydney this year. Um, Jinxie, I am in my George Michael era at the moment. Last night I watched uh, Freedom Uncut on, on, not Amazon, on Paramount Plus, the documentary that he was making when he died. And, like, run, don't walk, truly. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, highly, highly, highly recommend. I was telling um, our friends about it this morning when we were hanging out at the farmer's market, having some very delicious chewy sourdough bagels. And they were like, oh, I thought you were talking about the Wham documentary. And Wham is, like, kind of brushed over pretty quickly at the start of Freedom Uncut. And so I'm going to go and watch that now as a kind of, like, prequel um, and I'm very excited for this kind of George Michael double feature. Just love him. What a doll. He was so fucking good. What a loss. Um, really love the sound of your, your adventures, your theater adventures and your gallery adventures. I'm glad you went and saw our girl, the souvenir. And I'm really, I really can't wait. To, I don't want you to blow your load early by telling me about everything that you saw, but I'm so interested to hear about how the Taylor Russell play was because you went and saw Taylor Russell's uh, theatre show and famously the opening night of that show was where it was confirmed Taylor Russell dating Harry Styles because he was there holding her drink with a supportive hand on her back in uh, very zoomed in far away photos of the two of them together, um, which is huge news for me personally, as you know, my best friend Harry. Um, who's just hanging around so much with James Corden in London at the moment. I, I, I hope you don't run into James Corden, but I hope you do run into Harry Styles. Um, James Corden is in the George Michael documentary way too much, so is Ricky Gervais. But anyway, it pays off at one point, but before that you just have to, like, see them both so much, which is kind of painful. Um, and holy fuck, the news that Bean's Bar was opened by... That woman, I think her name's Beck, who was on The Bachelorette. Yeah, you're fucking right. I have seen her on TikTok talking about Beans Bar, and I have seen Beans Bar. So when I was 
a uni student and had just moved to Melbourne, I used to go see gigs all the time at the Burmy on the corner of Smith and Johnson Street. And when it shut down and wasn't a, a venue for like live music anymore, I kind of stopped going there. It holds many, many memories from like me aged 18 to 20. And it's like a little too, it's still like quite hard for me to go there now, which is so dramatic. But um, Beans Bar used to be a kind of Spanish she tapas bar called Bebita, where my friends would also sometimes play live shows. I used to always go and get their veggie burger. I spent a lot of time in that space. And so when I saw this woman who I did not clock as a cast member of The Bachelorette, I watched that season, but I, I was like, oh, something about you is familiar, but she kind of just has like a face, I think. Um, she posted like a walkthrough of the venue and I was like, holy shit, this is like time travel. Like I've been transported back to 2009. I want to order a veggie burger with some sweet potato fries on the side. Um, sweet potato fries, very 2009. <laughs> wow, Beans Bar. Oof, a Florian visit with uh, Maria Angelico. How divine. I'm so excited that that news is all out in the open. Thanks for the big reveal, BL. Of course, as you mentioned, there is something else to be revealed, but it will only be for the people in the room that night. So, you know, check your reminder to get your tickets at thewheelercenter.com. It's happening on the Tuesday, the 10th of October and you can get a discounted ticket, 15% off with the code C also, all caps, one word. Okay, business aside, mm, um, the pickled plate, always delicious. One thing I've noticed over here is it's very much not about the anchovies or the sardines on toast. Every single place has mussels on toast, essentially, or some mussel dish. I'm loving it. I'm ordering the mussels, but I'm just saying it's very muscle heavy restaurant culture here at the moment, BL. And the other thing I've noticed is I was in Liberty the other day and uh, a lot of the like women's clothing in Liberty at the moment was very reminiscent of that scene in Mary Poppins, original Mary Poppins, where she goes into the drawing, you know, like the penguins are serving her at the cafe or whatever. Every, all the clothing feels very that here at the moment. Uh, it's kind of big, like wide stripes in sort of like fun colours with kind of a big sleeve and maybe some kind of like bow detail. Anyway, that's that seems to be the vibe <laughs> right now. So Mary Poppins in an animated scene eating mussels. London in a nutshell, summer 2023. <laughs> um, all that and soundtrack to the new Romy album, which is really very good and has been such a good thing to be listening to while I'm walking around town on the buses and whatnot. Um, what else have I got to tell you? Oh, I'd say with the effect, we'll talk about it, but when I'm back, but it's kind of less about Taylor Russell and more about Papa S.E.A. do from I May Destroy You. So good. So good. Anyway, uh, disappointing to hear about the James Corden stuff. And of course, the Gervais stuff grows. But Corden, I just, what a terrifying friend to have. Don't do that. 
He doesn't need that. Why are stars doing it? I mean, I ask you, I know that you have no answers because it defies logic. Anyway, haven't run into either of them yet. Really rude that uh, Harry's not returning my calls, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I'm seeing, speaking of, like, guys that, the people they like, I'm seeing an adaptation of um, Uncle Vanya tomorrow night with Hot Priest. So that should be good. Anyway, yeah, look, getting lots of culture, you know. Oh, God, I have to stop doing that accent. I'm so sorry. Anyway, BL, um, I'm signing off for the evening. I hope you have a beautiful day taking in a little bit more of Trey Sivan's pool sense at the Fitzroy pool. I really need to know exactly what is, like, what are the top notes? What are the bass notes? Is it like reef and chlorine and amyl? I don't know. That seems like Fitzroy Ball to me. Not at my house, but, you know, next door. Oh, P.S. If there are any people actually listening in London to this, the Martin Wong show that I mentioned in many episodes back, uh, I don't know, what was it, February, February this year, um, there was an amazing Martin Wong survey at a gallery in Berlin. It is now at the gallery in Camden. I think it's Camden Art Centre. Anyway, it's on at the moment. It's so good. I'd say it's unmissable. Also, the Sarah Lucas show is about to open at Tate Modern, which I'm extremely disappointed that it is not on while I'm here. Very rude, but at least I did see the cute dog show at the Wallace. Come see, come see. Jinxie. I'm a damn dog, and your daughter is one too, reporting live from my post-Times Square existence. I know I said it after I first saw Girlfriends, another see also fave, but like the fact that I've gone my whole life never seeing this movie until now, like what a loss. I didn't know I was experiencing all 33 years of life. What a fucking movie. Wow, wow, wow. I saw, I went on Letterboxd just to see what, like, to get a sense of the critical temperature or the, like, troll temperature of this movie. And I saw one um, review or, like, reaction that essentially said, like, a film about Tim Curry as a radio DJ following the exploits of these two runaways. And I was like, get fucked. (laughs) It made me so furious that anyone could watch this movie and be like, what do the men have to say about these chicks? But I'm ignoring those people because what a what a fucking movie. Robin Johnson. I mean, everything you have said about this movie on the podcast when we've talked about, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains, um, et cetera. I feel like we've it's come up as a see also so many times and with good reason. Like, Trini Alvarado, the most beautiful little performer I've maybe ever seen, but Robin Johnson, where did she come from? Where did she go? Um, that voice, that fucking voice, the walk, the gate on Robin Johnson. <laughs> um, the moment when they're in the Cleo Club, which P.S. owner of the Cleo Club, played by Miguel Pinera, Pinero, Pinera, um, R.I.P. I googled him as soon as the lights came up at the cinema because I was like, never has a man been so fucking sexy in a movie. Um, 
but in the Cleo Club when, like, uh, Nikki gets down on her knees to read poetry to Pammy, um, I was like, <laughs> I was like that, that woman in 30 Rock just being like, kiss, kiss, kiss. They were kissing, right? Yeah, I know that you th you would think that they were also um, not just spooning in that dilapidated warehouse slum that they were living in. Anyway, we'll, we will get into it, like poodle incoming inevitably, right? Um, what I would have given to be at that show, uh, blacking out my eyes and wearing a trash bag, Sleaze Sisters, I'm sending you energy from over the ocean. Um, Really appreciate this scene report of London. A muscle over summer feels like a prediction for Melbourne this year, um, in my house or out in the world, maybe both. Um, there is a lot of uh, mollusks in our future, I think. Um, also this Mary Poppins scene report, I feel like this is making a lot of sense to me. Like my TikTok feed was filled with the girlies going to the Sandy Liang show at New York Fashion Week. Um, including the girl who played Carrie in the Carrie Diaries, and I was like, Anna Sophia Robb. And I was like, how are you still famous? What are you doing? Since, like, Austin Butler went from Carrie Diaries to Elvis Brackets 2022. But, like, what's Anna Sophia Robb up to? Anyway, that's a tangent. But the girlies are going to the Sandy Liang show either in Sandy Liang or in their, like, approximation of Sandy Liang clothes. So, like, lots of bows lots of pearls, lots of lace, frills, like kind of really over the top, like expressions of kind of like costume femininity, I would say. And then like I was listening to um, Marissa Meltzer um, on the podcast Throwing Fits this week, whose book Glossy, which was one of my also also's a few weeks ago, is officially out. She was also on Every Outfit, great interview. And she talked on Throwing Fits about like she was wearing this amazing like Chanel big collar baggy shirt and she was talking about like um being in her like sexy clown era which feels very related to this like mary poppins kind of theme you're feeling like kind of carnival-esque ashley williams sandy liang simone rocha core like it's like everyone talking about barbie and olivia rodrigo and all of these um kind of cultural moments happening that speak to like capital G girlhood um, is really, it feels like translating itself in kind of like costumey fashion. Um, I'm no expert. I'm sitting here wearing a no joke leotard at my dining table because I was a little hungover this morning and could not deal with a bra. Um, yeah, fashion, fashion analysis from see also who knew. Um, Love that you went and saw the hot priest, but as you were describing going to see an internet boyfriend in a play, I was expecting you to say Paul Mescal in Streetcar Named Desire. Is that still on? Uh, I've heard he's bad in it, but he's got a good face. So are we really upset? You know what I mean? Um, well, I can't wait to hear more from your trip. Every time I see stuff that is happening in London and or New York over the next, like, week I'm like oh do I send that to Jinxie I know you've got a, a packed schedule so I have been avoiding it but I'm waiting for my copy of the Sofia Coppola archive book to arrive um I got an update where 
I had paid for a signed copy and they're like, if you want a signed one, it's not going to get there till after October. So I was like, fuck it. I'll go unsigned. Just give me the book. I want to see those pictures of Kirsten Dunst over the years. Um, immediately. I can't just Google them. Uh, so there is a like book launch of Sophia Coppola's book at um, Bookmark, obviously, in New York, like in the next two to three days. Uh, I'll cut this out of the podcast maybe, but this is just me to you. Um, let's go get Sophia on the pod. BL, welcome to the Clio Club. Of course, of course, you're a lifetime member without even knowing it. Uh, you've got Slee Sister Voodoo written all over you. Cannot wait to do this upcoming poodle. Of course, there is so much to get into. I'm in New York. Uh, it's always so nice just to come back. It's like visiting, like unlocking another little bit of my old life or something. Like it just is sort of instantly comfortable and yeah it's just it's 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 so nice it's um I'm only here for a couple of days and not for work just for kind of seeing some friends seeing a couple of gallery shows and walking around a whole bunch it's yeah it's so nice to just sort of come back to a city where you've spent you know like literally years of your life and you don't have to do all of the things. Like you don't have to go to all of the spots. It's like going to London for me as well because I spent so much time there. It's just, yeah, you don't have to have that massive to-do list. So you don't have to tick everything off. It's more about just being in the city and, yeah, seeing your friends and popping into a bookstore now and then. Speaking of, I'm staying with some friends in Brooklyn Heights and – on the way to get bagels yesterday morning, as you do, popped into Books of Magic, uh, your pal Emma's amazing bookstore over here, and picked up a copy of Big Swiss, which I have been meaning to read from my own recommendation on sale, so like forever ago, uh, because the author was interviewed by Emily Gould for a New York Magazine piece, I think, and it sounded so interesting. Anyway, finally picked up a copy. I don't think it's, I don't think it's got a publisher in this, in Australia. Anyway. Uh, so I picked up that very exciting and was sad that Chan wasn't in there, but you know, neither was cousin. It's okay. Um, yeah. Did not see Paul Meskel. Did not, did not see him, but that is, that is okay. Our Fitzroy boy. Uh, Andrew Scott was enough, I guess. It was a big performance. Yeah, anyway, we'll we'll talk about it when I get home. I'm excited to see you catch up with you. I have saw that you have filed a very big piece about a very interesting person. So I'm thrilled to be coming home to read that pretty soon, BL. Very exciting news. Really excited about our upcoming live performance, uh, the live recording of C also. Very fun. I cannot wait also to catch up on the newsreader that our guest uh, Maria is in. So that will be good. I'm a little behind on my Rahoni, but, you know, I'll probably catch up with Jenna while I'm here. You know, yesterday I had, well, last night I had dinner with some friends in Tribeca, which uh, is like a little up and coming part of the city. <laughs> oh, Jessel. Anyway, um, 
I'll sign off now and uh, I'll see you next week. If you've got any last requests for little things from over here, do let me know. All right, BL, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with a proper one when Jinxie's back in the country. Uh, but for now, pop over to our Instagram. Give us a follow at See Also Podcast. Apple Podcast is where you can leave a review. Thanks to Harvey Sutherland for our theme music. Samuel Hodge for our artwork. See you at our live show if you're in Melbourne. We assume you have bought your tickets. And we'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.